You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. Hey, Mitch. 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 Hey, so you had to stop a, uh, you had to stop a, a bar fight last night like what was the two teams that they were fighting over Washington and Washington State they were Washington State oh, was so finishing it was a college fight <laughs> yeah it was, yeah yeah it was a good time it was a good time guy pushed a 48 year old man over in a chair and his son had to <laughs> Had to, was punching the other guy, and we all had to get in, and it was it was a circus. It was oh, a circus, that's, man. That's good, you know, <laughs> fight, oh. bar fight with an old man. <laughs> Absolutely. So, wait, Absolutely. Where are you working at? You work at Buffalo Wild Wings up there? Yeah, I work for yeah, I work for Buffalo Wild Wings up here. That's good. So is that like because I mean, just that was a uh, something that was open, or did you someone ask you to come work there? or? Um, I had, I started working there when we first moved up here, I was working at, uh, I'd Red a job at Applebee's oh. and, uh, uh, no Applebee's. I was working at, I was working at Applebee's when we first moved up here cause it was, it was just close to our house where we were living uh, when we got here. And I, uh, I wasn't a huge fan of, uh, I wasn't a huge fan of Applebee's at all. It was pretty, pretty horrible. I'd never not enjoyed serving in my life until then. And then uh, <laughs> the Buffalo Wild Wings that I work at is one of the uh, ten busiest uh, B dubs in the country. So wow, yeah, yeah, we do like probably about five and a half, over five and a half million dollars in sales each year. Okay, that's that's yeah. quite quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a lot. It's a good time. I really like working there. That's probably that's the only time that I've ever that's that something like that has ever happened. And it wasn't even really. I call it a fight, but it really wasn't. Like everybody was over there separating them within a matter of like two seconds. That's good. Yeah. So it wasn't just you by yourself. No, God, no, no. There were like ten of us. <laughs> <clears throat> so it, what do I call you now? Do I still call you Woody? Do I have to call you John? Do I do I do I still get to call you Schlut for free? No, nah, you. you uh, I don't remember you actually ever calling me Schlut for free out loud, but. Uh, <laughs> No, no, uh, and no one calls me John, uh, not even my mother. So, so there you well, go. Well, I mean, uh, I don't know. You're, you know, a big important actor now, so I don't know if I, I can still call you. Woody. I, would, I wouldn't. I, no, I go. I, I go by Woody. No, God, yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm still from Parker, Arizona, dude. Like, let's <laughs> let's, let's be honest here. Let's let's be so that's, honest that's, here. That's quite exciting, though, man. You've been. I, I mean, from what it sounds like, you're doing a lot of a lot of good work up there. You know, yeah. what's, what's, what's it been like? It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it was just, sh- it's, it's, it's a struggle at, uh, you know, you've really got to, you know, if you're going to do something like that, you have to really fully commit to it. And, you know, I have a wife who's super supportive of it. And, uh, you know, when we, when we first got here, uh, I've been doing, uh, there hasn't been a time in the three years that we've lived in Seattle that I haven't been doing a stage show. And, uh, so I've been doing theater night and then. I just so happened to find a um, 
an open audition online for uh, an agency called Mitchell Artist Management, and they were opening up a Seattle office. And so I went and auditioned for them, and they signed me. And then from there, uh, you know, I got new headshots and all of that kind of stuff. And with that, um, we really went into uh, went into auditions, and I had uh, I've had some auditions uh, for a bunch of television. Uh, for some TV shows, um, a couple that I've gotten, quite a few that I haven't gotten. Uh, well, that's you, you know, know that's the the name of the game. I I assume. Yeah, you yeah, you're gonna hear that you don't get that you do get. Or that, yeah, that absolutely. You, do get. you know, and and the nice thing is, is I've gotten I've gotten uh, callbacks for most every TV show that I've auditioned for. I've been in the final callback, you know, and not for anything re for anything reoccurring, but just just you know for for uh, episodic parts and stuff like that, which is awesome. You know, it's just getting your, it's just trying to get your resume and build it up and stuff. And then the first thing that I actually did was a, uh, an industrial uh, commercial for uh, Microsoft, uh, their new surface hub. So it's a, it's a giant TV with speakers on it that you get to interact with and use. And that was, that was pretty cool. And I was one of like, I was going to say, people on that one. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I was in it for probably about a second and a half, <laughs> like making drawing a big circle on the board. So I just before you know, I just want to say thank you for coming on. Hey, Mitch, you know your guest uh, for episode number. You know, I, I I'm gonna stop trying to remember what episodes they are. I think this is seven. But I think I you're. I, at, I think I think you're at seven because I try and check on them and listen to them and listen to Mitch. Uh, uh, Richard and, and Curly rant as often as possible. <laughs> I don't know if he goes by Ramon anymore, but there you go. Uh, I still call him Curly, so that's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, no, yeah. And, uh, Octavio one was last week, so that was that one worked out really well. Oh God, yeah. I, I'm sure <laughs> it did. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So. Which is so, great. Yeah, I just wanted to say thank you again to John Woody Lots, or as we all know him, Woody, as he'd prefer, prefer to be called as Woody. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. My own mother, as again, my own mother doesn't even call me John, so. Living living up in Seattle, what's, you know, how, how is it like? I've always wanted to make it up there, and I know you've, uh, you know, several times told me to come up there for Emerald City Comic Con, and I, I will one day. I have, I've been watching it online so that I can know when to to buy my tickets and get up there absolutely seattle's seattle's a a great city i love it you know we love it um it's been uh it's uh it's a little rainy it's a little rainy it's not as bad as everybody makes it out to be you know you tell people you tell people you know back in arizona oh where do you live now arizona uh seattle and they (laughs) they always respond with did you know there's a lot of suicides there (laughs) <laughs> Did you know it rains? Did you know it rains a lot there? And it's like it rains no, a lot, I, so people I said, said commit suicide. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I've heard okay, it. That was, you don't need to tell. <laughs> yeah, that's it's uh, that's that's not really a thing. But okay, <laughs> no, I didn't know it rained a lot there. What's this giant water coming from the sky mean? <laughs> but no, it's a it's a great city, and and the and the local scene of of food and the arts are just phenomenal. You know. It, that's uh that's I've always wanted to go to Seattle just cuz I love the rain. So I would love to be there for that reason alone. Um 
we actually here in Arizona, you in Arizona, we got some rain this morning. So you did. It's just a yeah, just a little bit, and it's a little uh, exciting because we don't ever get any rain. Get rain, I know, I know, man. <laughs> yeah, the rain, the rain here. It's uh, I mean, it comes it comes down hard, but it's great. It's absolutely <clears throat> incredible how mu- how much uh, it does it does for the the, the tree life and the, and the plant life and stuff. And like you drive around, you know, in the in the spring. And it's just green. I mean, just this vibrant green. And it's just so cool. And, you know, you, you drive up a hill and you can see Mount Rainier off in the distance and stuff and the clouds. And it's just, it's an incredible sight. It's just an incredible sight. And, in, and an incredible city. An incredible city. I wouldn't live anywhere else in the country. That's 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 incredible. So going from living in dry Arizona to uh, wet Washington, did, did it take... I mean, this is a stupid question, but I, I just want to know, did it take some getting used to having the dr- to drive in, in wet weather? You know, it does. You know, you uh, we went from, you know, I went from Parker to Yuma, and then uh, and then from Yuma to Peru, and then Peru to Flagstaff. And Flagstaff, right. it, at Flagstaff, it snows. It doesn't rain. So driving in the snow is a different ball, totally different ball game than driving in the rain. But when it's, when it's raining and you're driving on the interstate, you know the the I five up here, it uh-huh. uh, it gets it, it it can get pretty gnarly. You know I've 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 you know because you just you just driving through certain spots and and you know and there's so much rain coming down and there's people's cars just splashing water all over your thing and you've got your windshield wipers going as hard as you can that it's like <laughs> and you'll see people you'll see people just like in the snow with big trucks that are flying past you and then you get half mile mile down the road. And they've crashed because they've spun out or hydroplaned uh, right. on the interstate. You know, it's it, it does take a lot of getting used to. It probably took me it probably took me a good the first two winters to really get used to driving in that in that kind of weather up here. I bet that's that's crazy. So um, one of the things that I, I've started to do on this podcast now is that um, we're going to ask everybody uh, because of Curly and his incredible question that he he is uh put on me what is your useless superpower so you can't be like super strength it'd have to be something that's completely useless so for the example is that that curly gave us is that uh he and a friend of his named brian cox if they're ever together and they have regular fries and then they get they do a high five they they can make those regular fries into curly fries so that's his superpower so not only is it just useless because it turns regular fries. Into that's, not fries useless. Have... that's not useless. That's not useless. That's it. That is an awesome superpower. Like if you get to regular fries into curly fries, that's a with good a hand, time. With a high five, I guess. With that's a high true. five, I, mean, I love curly fries, but with a high you know, five, not everybody, it's not everybody's cup of tea. Oh my god, man, that's a good one. That's a tough question, man. <laughs> well, um, I, I said last week. I said my my useless superpower is to always take a good picture. And that's me being in the picture. Okay. Okay. <laughs> to, 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 to take a picture, but I'm always in the picture. I think right. if I was like, man, you know, I feel like a, a useless because it's just got to be absolutely absurd. You know? Right. Um, <clears throat> okay. Because it doesn't happen here very often. But I would go with anytime I'm in my car in Seattle – but there's actually sun out. Uh-huh. I could blink in my car 
and change the radio station. <laughs> so you want to be able to control the radio station with your blinking. Yeah, but you think, I mean, sometimes you can't control your blinking, so you just... This is true. I mean, that is an absolutely useless... That's a useless thing. So it's that useless a, and a little bit of a curse. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so then I would have to change mine this week to be... Um, uh, with the snap of a finger, I can okay. make myself feel like I just drank some orange juice after brushing my teeth. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, that's that's that's, that's pretty a terrible, useless. That's terrible, terrible, useless power. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a that's a horrible combination. A horrible combination, absolutely. But yeah, I think I think on a sunny day in Seattle, if I blink, I can change the radio station while I'm in my car. So it has to be a sunny day now also. That's what I said to begin with. Did you? You say sunny day? I don't know. You can go back and listen to the recording. But I'm going with sunny day. I'm going with sunny day. I like it. So it has to be a lot of different stipulations. So it's, there has to it's be really some, there even has more to be useless. Stipula- Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you, know you know how after the sun comes out here? Maybe like 60 not days. Often. Not often, probably, dude. Probably the opposite of what you miss. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I'm okay with that. Like it's it's all it's all right by me, you know. Well, I, mean, I imagine it helps with all the the type of sh- of like TV show shooting they do up there. It's a lot of darker TV shows, like was it uh, Z Nation and uh, things like that, where you know you want to have a little bit gloomier look. Yeah, and they film out in in, in Spokane, and as uh, they film out in Spokane, which is about four hours from Seattle. And it's just like, but anything, you know, it's really weird. It's one of those cities that can look like anywhere, which is just crazy to me. But yeah, right. you, you know, you're like, ooh, we need it to look doom and gloom. Ooh, let's go to Seattle. You know? <laughs> but it's funny because, you know, uh, Boston actually, Boston, Massachusetts actually gets more rain than Seattle each year. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, we just kind of, you know, we're just known for grunge music, coffee and and rain. <laughs> And rain, you know. Well, I, mean, I, I, I heard a guy. Than... I heard a guy one time. He's like, you know, the Northwest is is probably America's last best kept secret, you know, because people don't know much about it besides it rains. Uh, Nirvana was from here, right? And there's coffee. Yes, I mean, I mean, Seattle's best. It's uh, it's right there in the name. Yep, exactly, exactly. All right. So since um, I mean, you're the only person i know or i think i know that uh on the reg is is uh trying to be a professional television movie actor i would like to if you would go through uh the process of auditioning absolutely uh yeah totally um you know most of the time what will happen is i'll get an initial email um from my agent and they will ask me if I'm available for certain dates, and there will be a whole email about the project. Um, it'll it'll either detail a lot of the project or the part in the project itself. Okay. And then from there, you have to confirm all of those dates, and especially the shoot dates and the audition dates and the callback dates. Um, sometimes the callback's the same day. Sometimes it's different. Um, and especially for like stuff down in Portland. You, uh-huh. It's better. I always, excuse me. I always tell people it's. You want to audition in person. Yes, you can video submit yet nowadays, but it's. It seems like 
casting directors really prefer you to be there in, in person. And, and so you'll, you'll, you'll get that. And I mean, this all probably happens. I mean, you would like, you would like to have a week with the script before you get in. But with, with TV acting and, and film acting, where it's different from, from theater or anything of that nature, is you have to be able to pull out all of these things and different levels of the character so fast. And right. you have, and you maybe have, you know, 13, 15 hours to do it in. And then you need to go into an audition. And, and you, go, you get there and you've got people who you got, you know, 30, 40 other guys who are just sitting there getting ready to read for the same part you're reading for. And do, does, is it like in the, in the sitcoms where uh, it's, it's you, you and the 40 other guys that look a lot like you? I know, but it's weird. Uh, I, I haven't ran into anybody who really looks like me, which is which is odd. Oh, okay. But you know, there's that there's that there's that certain look, and and that they're that they're going for, and so everybody's kind of dressed similar to one another, and and and, and stuff. And one of the biggest things it's that that you know you, you get in there and and you're reading for the part, and uh, <clears throat> you know and and you're reading for a certain part, and it'll say you know. Uh, it could be, you know, uh, you know, they're selling food out of a food truck, but they're a local hipster or whatever, you know. So you'll see people in there with their plaid and their Converse on and their different <laughs> color jeans, and everybody's sitting there. And you know, and it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you just go in, and you're gonna do what you're gonna do. And I've gotten to the point where you're gonna go in there, and there's somebody, there's the casting director. And there's somebody who, and the most difficult part is you're reading with somebody who's not another actor. They just work for the casting director and they're just reading right. the other lines. You know, they're just reading the other lines very plainly. And you've got to bring something to the table. You have to be able to make a choice in that initial audition. And with the initial audition, you're just, you're just looking to get a callback. And then when you get the callback, then the casting director's in there. And then, you know, I've walked into one, the one when I did the, the, the rock band commercial, you know. And you're just, you just, you go into this final audition, and there was a director, the producers, the <laughs> creative directors, the casting director people, you know, the people who are going to be on set running the stuff, the director of photography. So, you know, you've got, you know, you've got 15 people in there just watching you. And they're all you. behind the camera, right? And they're all behind the camera just watching you waiting for you to do your thing and it's been you know i've i've I, and and, it, and it's so hard because you, you go into this final audition and you're looking at this and you're going okay there's a lot of money on the line here you know but at the same time you're just going to go they're either going to say yes or they're going to say no and you can't take it personally you know the moment you start taking it personally that's that's when it gets really that's when that's when you can get discouraged on yourself you know yeah. you may not be you know you may be too tall for what they're looking for you may not have uh you know, green enough eyes or, you know, they, you just exactly weren't fitting what they were looking for. You know what I mean? I've, right. And I mean, there's nothing you can do about not being tall enough or not having green enough eyes or, or, or whatever. No. And it's, it's not a, it's not a claim against your acting ability. It's just the way that, that uh, film and television work. It's just like for theater, you know, are you, do you look the part? Are you going to be able to play the part? Is it as realistic as possible? And so you just have to do those things and, and hope that, um, that, that, that you get the part, you know, I've been, I've been in an, an audition, a casting, you know, final audition and, and, the, and the casting director's telling me, you know, this has to be what Edward Snowden felt like when he was, when he was releasing all this stuff. And you just, you're going through these different levels 
for reading four lines, you know. But in those four lines, you've got to make a complete character. I mean, you have to have a fleshed out character for these for these four lines just right. to even have have the chance to step on set and then you haven't even done any real work yeah absolutely you know and 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 then you get on set and 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 being on set is so much more relaxing than the audition was you know because you're just there and 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 you're ready to do your work but you know you you come in and and you do your work and and you get some takes you know that's always the nice part is you know (laughs) but you know you film you know you, you film one scene and it takes you know two hours three hours because right. you're shooting yeah. all these scenes from different angles and different parts and, and i've worked with some people who are very very nice and and some directors who are just awesome and so relaxed and you know really just making sure the shot looks good and, and you just have to be prepared for anything i mean i've been in the middle of a scene and a director of photography is is pulling me is grabbing the back of my shirt pulling me to move my mark around you know what i mean as i'm talking and you just have to keep going yeah you you can't pull christian bale and just you start yelling at people right no no i am not at christian bale status yet not even not even close you know you have to you have to appreciate my lights uh, you know you you have to appreciate the 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 opportunities when you get them because they are, you know, it, it, I always, I always tell myself, you know, and I always tell my wife before I leave, you know, this could be the last time I ever, I ever get to work on something. You never know. You just, you just never know. It's a good way to look at it. I mean, and, yeah, you uh, got to give it your and all. It's been it awesome. Be the last and one I've, you do. I've had some success, you know, I've had some successes and I've had definitely had some failures. I've, I've gone into an audition and the director looked at me in the middle of, yeah, it might be your last one. And, and, uh, I had I had a director look look at me and he was like in the middle of the in the middle of me doing the monologue he went uh, that's a little acty but thank you <laughs> oh man yeah and I mean that's that, a little that, acty yeah you know and it's and and you just go you know you you don't know if it was or if you rubbed him the wrong way but you just go okay thank you and that's it you know that's it. Hey, that's good. You know, I mean, don't don't start throwing stuff around. I guess, right? No, no. I mean, you're just gonna be like, <laughs> you never know if you're gonna run into that person again. I mean, it's highly unlikely, but you could. You know, that's yeah. No, that's, that's, that's too true. That's that's the way it so, goes. But what's up? Well, I was gonna say when you when you go into an audition, when what's the what's your mindset usually like? How other than you know this is my last uh, or this this could be my last time doing this? I mean, how, do you get yourself psyched up? Do you how do you get into this character that you're only reading four lines for? So you know, you really you really look at it, and and what they'll do, what they'll do is they'll kind of describe the character to you a little bit. The cast director will say this is what they're looking for. And then from there, you know, I sit down with the script and what I really try and do is I really try and flush out those lines really quickly, you know, whether it be, you know, four lines or or four pages of lines. I try and get those lines in and memorize as soon as I can. Right. And then you just kind of, one of the things is you look for, are there any, are there any words that describe your character in any way in the script? You know, are they calling you lovable? Are they calling you unlovable? Um. Are they calling you a free thinker? Are they calling you a challenger? You know, you look at those kinds of things. And then from there, you kind of just start pulling these things out. And the more you just read the lines with somebody and and you hear them out loud, 
the more the character starts to come to you a little bit. Oh, okay. And then, you know, and, and as that character comes to you, you start building these different levels off of that. And that way you're going to, you're going to go in there to a casting director. And once, once I get there, you know, I've got the lines memorized and I just get to the point where, you know, it's like, all right, you know, I really just look at myself and I go, okay, they're either going to say yes or they're going to say no. And that's okay. You know, but I'm going to, I'm going to give my, I'm going to, I'm going to do the best that I can to make them say yes. And you go in there and you give them, you show them that you can make a choice. And then usually a casting director will go, okay, now let's try it this way. And then the casting director will kind of help guide you for what the director's now looking for. Right. And so that, that really helps a lot. And uh, that's actually been really enjoyable. That's been, that's been really, really enjoyable. And, you know, you get, you do so much theater and you do so much acting and you see so many people who, who kind of, uh, you did it with and they don't do it anymore. And you kind of, you know, you're like, what am I doing with my life? You know, do I really, do I really want to be a professional actor? But then the rush of, you know, getting to of do being, something. Yeah, <laughs> of doing it and being there, imagine just it makes it all worthwhile. It's surreal, man. It's just absolutely, <laughs> it's just absolutely surreal. It's like, you know, they're, they're paying, someone is paying me money because they think I am talented in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> it still baffles my mind. But yeah, that's it. that's how I go into an audition, you know. I just, you know, you just try to stay focused and... and you try and, and and just give everything you can and pull out those little intricacies of the character in so many, you know, a four-line character, and you've got to pull out all this stuff from it, you know? Right. Very cool. Oh, I mean, that's, the, that's some of the things that I was uh, looking for, for wanting to know. It's always something I've always been interested in. I mean, I don't particularly want to audition for anything or be yeah. on TV, or, but I always wondered what the process looked like from... Uh, from an actual person that's done it other than what I've seen on TV or movies, you know? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, there are, there are, there are, there are so many uh, details, you know, and you, you get onto a set and you're with people that have been working on this show for, uh, you know, you know, a, a long time or they've been working on the, on the basis of this commercial for a long time. And there's a team of people that, you know, you got to make sure the director likes you. And then you got to make sure the casting director likes you. And then you better hope that the producer likes you. And then you better hope that the creative <laughs> team d- director likes you. You know, there's all these people that, that really have to, really have to say, yeah, that guy's got it. Or that woman has it. You know, that's what they're looking guess, for. Yeah, that's true. That's, uh, that's, there's a, there's, there's a lot of people before you get to that, to that, uh, the, that front door of the, of Oz, I assume, <laughs> that you have to get through. Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of hardworking people. A lot of hardworking people. And the crews are my favorite part, man. You know, the assistant directors and the guys putting the lights and stuff together. Because they're just hilarious, dude. You know, they're just on there working on sets all the time. And they just crack you up. They're, they're the best. They're the best. I mean, I had a guy walk up to me in the middle of the Rock Pack commercial. He's like, and he's like, did you see the Ninja Parade? And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, what Ninja Parade? And he looks at me as he's setting up the mic. And he's like, Exactly. And he walks off as like, and then he didn't even take. And I, 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 had, I had to wait a few minutes before I could even start because I was laughing so hard, dude. I thought that was just genius. It's just cool. That is, that is pretty funny. Any, any other uh, cool little stories from the sets that you, would, you can, Man, you can I, uh, let go? Uh, yeah, there's, there, there's uh, 
there's some there's some good ones we've uh <clears throat> i uh we got it, it doing the the uh, uh the e3 trailer for uh rock band you know that's a that's a that's a huge deal yeah um, very big deal uh you go that's in the one that you posted online right yeah yeah that's the one that i posted online with the band and everything and, and that's right that was that was pretty sweet uh one of the fun things about that was uh they didn't know i went into the audition and my agent had asked me um you know all the four of the parts there was a singer you know a guitarist a bassist and a drummer and you know is there anything you're interested in auditioning for or not auditioning for and i said i will do anything but be the singer i i can't sing and they were looking for people they were looking for professional musicians who, or actors who could fake it so right. well that you couldn't tell the difference. And so I get an email, and she's like, you have a final audition for Rock Band. Awesome. That's a rain down the thing. The only final audition I got was to play the singer in the band. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Well, lucky enough that my agent is so on the ball, and I will say Liz and Anne – the the ladies that 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 represent me, they're they're and and Anne's husband Lance, they're just phenomenal. They're so nice, but they're so on the ball about everything that they sent me the lyrics to the song we were we were they were gonna they wanted to use for the playback song, right? And um, so I start you know I start listening to the song and and, and you know you know me Mitch, I'm not musically inclined in any way shape or form. You know I don't I don't know if you can say that. I remember a certain play where you sung Pennies from Heaven and. You know, it brought a tear to my eye. Not, not very well. Yeah, from laughter because it was so bad. That's why I brought a tear to your eye. <laughs> okay, yes. that might have been true. That, that, yes. that, that might have been true. And so, uh, I, I we go to the audition and, and we're singing, and but thank God there's playback. Thank God for for playback. So they're playing the music over the thing. Well, they're supposed to bring in groups of four, like all band together. Well, they didn't do that. They had gotten. The numbers had gotten jumbled, so I had to go in oh. there with another girl who was auditioning to sing. Well, we get in there, and no one's really talking to me. They're talking to, to the female because she looks the part. And, I mean, she just had an awesome look to her and was so nice. Her name was Nicole, and, and she was just the nicest the nicest girl ever. And I thought, okay, like, I, I this is – like, you, you've been – I've gone into auditions where I'm like, okay, it's a waste of time. Like, they're not going to cast me, but I'm here anyway, so let's just have fun. Right. So they're like, we're going to play the song back. And we just want you guys to, to have fun and, 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 and be like you're at a rock show. Okay. I've been to a few of those in my day. And uh, and so they hand her – they have all the rock band equipment there. And they hand her the mic. And the director goes, okay, we need another mic uh, for Woody. And they're like, we don't have another mic. <laughs> so then the next thing that gets shouted out is by like five, different, five people at the same time were like, does anybody have a hairbrush? Well, then nobody had, <laughs> nobody had a hairbrush. So then the creative director of this project unplugs and they hand me, I'm not kidding you, an outlet strip with a cord on it. And that's what that's, <laughs> that's it to give me to audition for this multi-million dollar commercial. And we do the we do the song or whatever, and I get the call the next morning. You got the part. You know? It was awesome. And I I, I, I mean I it was I knew from the audition that I had given it a good shot. And they liked it, but then we get to the we get to the, the dress. You know, they're gonna they're gonna they get a 
put all of us in the same clothes because we're doing three different shots. So they want us right. in different, you know, different uh, forms of the band and from the early stages to the big rock venue or whatever. <laughs> and, and the director's going around asking everybody because he's a music video director. And he was awesome. His name was Snorri, and he just a guy, a awesome director from New York City, just phenomenal. And he's from Iceland originally. Oh and, wow! And, yeah, and he's super cool dude. And he's directed music videos, and he's directed a ton of stuff. And he's walking up to everybody else, and he's asking them what what uh, bands they play. And everybody else is a professional musician. <laughs> like everybody else, one of the girls that uh, the girl plays the, the, the guitar in the commercial named Shelby Earl, and she she tours around the country. And and then the other guy, Aiden Kennedy, he's he's this awesome bassist for a bunch of bands. And then the, the, the female drummer Ashton Alvarez was incredible. And he gets up to me <laughs> and and goes, "So what bands do you sing for?" "Oh, none." "Oh, so." You, uh... <laughs> and then he kind of is about to say something else, and then he stops and he goes. You're not a real singer, are you? I said, <laughs> not even close. And you could tell at that moment in time he got so worried. And I was like, and I'm like, it's just we're just gonna lip sync and karaoke. But I had to learn, and then they gave me another song to learn for oh. the for the commercial that I didn't know either. So I and we're gonna start shooting the next morning at like six a.m. So I was up at like one thirty in my bedroom trying to dance around and put some moves together for the second song <laughs> that we're gonna sing and i'm like oh my god and then we get we get done with the whole project and they told me do not tell the client and, and the girl's name was rebecca and they had a couple people there from harmonix who make the game rebecca helped right. create, create rock band and we're we're getting ready to take the picture and she's like you guys are just so good i said yeah not bad for a guy who's not a real singer right and she was like what <laughs> This <laughs> after the whole shoot's over with, I was like, "Can't <laughs> too late to cancel now." <laughs> no, but it was that was that that was a pretty good time, and that was that was a fun set to work on. But you're at these rock venues, and you know these show venues at six o'clock in the morning with all the lights on. You don't want to be in some of these places at six o'clock in the morning with the lights on. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you're like it's definitely know, a different but, look than oh. uh, the concert last night at midnight, right? Oh, you have no idea. Oh, my God. And then, you know, you're in these... And, and, you know, Seattle, there's no air conditioning. They don't have air conditioning because it doesn't get hot enough. Right. It's not needed. Well, let me tell you, when you got a whole bunch of lights turned on and you're in a leather jacket and you, you're all in this and every, you got, like, you know, another 80 people playing, uh, extras playing uh, an audience, it gets a little warm. Real yeah. quick, dude. Oh my, oh my god. I was like <laughs> I was like, thank God I'm originally from Arizona, otherwise I'd probably be passing out right now. <laughs> That's right, you got still some of that Arizona blood in you. Yeah, keep absolutely. You, keep you warm. Keep you cool. Absolutely. That's that's a good story. That's awesome, dude. I'm, I'm I'm so glad to hear that for you. I mean, it's uh it's definitely a, a long way from um Let's see, a music video that you did in, in college where you, you did a dance-off to uh, You're the Best Around? <laughs> right, right? Yeah. You know, you got, everybody's got to start somewhere, brother. You know, you just got to you gotta do it. And, you know, you can't ever tell anybody no. You know, when you're starting out like that, you just got to get as much stuff as you, as you can. And, you know, and oh, being, definitely. And I had never worked on any, any film or television 
you know, major commercial work like that where they do takes. So it's just kind of trial by fire and learn. You know what I mean? Right, that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's definitely going to be what it has to be. Yeah, you know, hitting your mark and all that stuff and waiting for the take because, you know, you're in theater and they're like, okay, do it again, and you just do it again. And the first time I did that, you could hear the director from the other room go, wait till we say action. <laughs> I was like, sorry, Def- my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> definitely get something to get used to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, let's 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 take it. Let's take the listeners back to when we first met. So we okay. we met in college. This yes. was a, a a theater a theater class, theater history, theater history class, theater history class. <laughs> and uh, I I'm I would say I'm more of a student that uh, shows up when he wants. You know, doesn't always make it to every class. And the first time I miss a class, I come back the next day, and I got somebody out of out of, that I've never talked to just straight up call me out on on the fact that I missed class the day before. And that would be you. Absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I I think I I said something to the effect of, um, I don't I don't know how old the age listeners are to this group, so I will just go with uh why were you not here but there were a few other choice words in there <laughs> <laughs> i think like oh, oh, oh. i've Spl- i marked this up with the definite uh, explicit language warnings everywhere so i believe the exact quote was why the fuck weren't you here yesterday <laughs> that's yeah yeah i think it was why the fuck weren't you here or something to the effect of where the fuck were you yesterday yeah <laughs> and your face i'll never forget because we sat in that back row Right across, and it was just like, "You little twerp!" You <laughs> just look on your face. It was great, which is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. It was just great. You just, just straight up called me out in front of everybody in the class. So I just was like, "What the fuck just happened?" I did. I did. And then thinking that, thinking that uh, GT and Richard Owen, who who were sitting with you, were in the class. However, they weren't even in the class. That's true. They weren't. They, they weren't were even in the there. class. They were just there. So I was like, uh, I mean, that was like my second semester, early second semester of college. I learned the ways of not showing up and showing up to certain classes. Right, exactly. Yeah, that so was that... actually. So here's a, here's a good one for you. So the girl that I sat next to, Tanya Ruiz, who was in uh-huh. that class with us, is one of my wife's best friends. Oh really? Well, I mean, yeah. obviously you didn't know your wife at the time. No, I didn't. I did. I did not know my wife at the time. Tanya. I mean, and she had just had like her little boy with her husband Johnny, and and they've got like two kids now. And like I see her pictures on Facebook, and they're old. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm old. That makes me. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the first time we met. And I can't even. I can't even remember. I don't even remember how we actually started talking. And well, actually, okay, the, so after that, I I just remember that. Um, uh, the professor had, you know, Professor Chip uh, had had a play, and you went and auditioned for it. And I think I was either stage managing for him or uh, assistant directing for him or something like that. And 
you, you did a great audition that day. And I remember that. And I remember right after that telling him that, you know, you should definitely uh, cast that guy. He did a really good job. And from there, I think our, our friendship kind of uh, blossomed, I guess you could say. Yeah, I think it did because I think we got into a few rehearsals and we chatted and figured out we had a lot of the uh, a lot of uh, common interests and stuff. And that's when that's when we decided. I'll never forget this: the first movie we watched together. And I'm ashamed to even admit this that we all went and saw this movie. <laughs> we did all now go to this time. movie. We did all go. We stood in line for so long, and we played we played Six Degrees to Kevin Bacon. I'll, ne- right. I'll never forget this. And Erica Martinez was like sitting on the floor playing on her phone or something. Like I can I can remember this evening like like it's yesterday. And we all went and saw Spider Man three. <laughs> man, what were a, we disappointed when we left that theater? Man, what a as as a friend of mine has put shows that we've seen before, what a steaming pile of travesty that was. God. That is true. That that was a very bad movie, but we all did. We had a great time waiting we waiting for that movie to start. So yeah, the, I mean, the there's that experience. Movie, I can I can barely even remember. The only thing I can remember about the movie is emo Toby Maguire. <laughs> I think that's but the only thing re- anybody remembers. Uh, but I can remember conversations that we had and and standing there, and and that was the first real time I had hung out with you guys, and and we've been friends ever since, which is crazy. That's it's true. I mean, yeah, we've done we've done a lot. We've done a lot. To, we even went to a taping of uh, the Big Bang Theory together. I, I was, you know how many times I tell people that people are like, "I love that show." I'm like, "I've been doing taping of that show," and I was like, "And my buddy Mitch laughed so hard that he made the guy who plays Raj break character." <laughs> it's true. It, yep, that's true. That happened. <laughs> oh man, that was yeah. That was that was incredible. That was a that was an that was an awesome awesome. That was a great trip. That was a great trip. That was just, that was you, myself, GT, Octavio, and Brianna. And Brianna, Someone, that's right. Is and Brianna Octavio's girlfriend at the time, and we all we went. And I remember we were laughing so hard on the drive to the place uh, on the LA freeways that I was laughing so hard we almost got into an accident because I couldn't keep my eyes open. We did, yeah, because we were laughing so hard. But I mean, Octo- Octavio will do that to you. You get you get stuck in a car with that guy for four hours. You're gonna start laughing one way or another. Oh, I know. It was it was it was such a great time. It was that was a great was... trip, and we went to that great uh, that place, Bossa Novas. I think that's what it's called. I think yeah. I can even remember the name of the restaurant we went to, Bossa Novas. And it, anybody who's listening, if you've never been to LA and you've never been to Sunset or Hollywood. That is one of the best places in all of LA to eat. It's it's such the food great, is yeah. phenomenal. It's such great food. The bread is great, and and the food is reasonably priced, or it was at the time. I do it remember that. It was at the time. Yeah. It was and at the time. It, I don't know if it will be in more. Cool little atmosphere too. Oh man, you get you get to sit outside. You know, I always say, I always, I really, I really think a big selling point is sitting outside. Living in Seattle, sitting outside <laughs> is a big deal. <laughs> Yeah, see, you don't do that too much of that here in Yuma, but I could see that in, in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, when the weather's nice, you know, you sit outside. But yeah, if you've never eaten at Bossa Nova's, highly recommend that. I'm going to give them a shout out and hope that they'll listen to this one day. And, oh, yes. I you know, will. Yeah, we're definitely going to try life. and get that to them so that they know that we love it. Us yeah. in Yuma, Arizona, and Seattle, Washington, love Bossa Nova's. Love it. <laughs> Downtown love it. That was Hollywood. It. That was yeah. We went we went and saw the Big Bang Theory uh, tape together. Mitch came to, with me. Uh, was my only friend uh, at the time. 
that came with me uh, on my 21st birthday to uh, to Vegas. We went to Vegas. He went with. That's we right. Got the, we, we got the four. We watched the Stanley experience. Cup uh, final game in in uh, in Coyote Ugly, and then we we partied it up for the rest of the night. We watched the Stanley Cup final game, Coyote Ugly. Yes, we did. You don't remember? Well, you might have already been pretty drunk. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would. I'm going to go with yes and yes on that one. That was a that was a good time. That was a good time when your sister and sister in law have to carry you out of the New York, New York. It's been a it's been a good it's been a good run. But then we got to see, and if you remember, I I I won like seven hundred dollars on that on that roulette table. I remember, like an like an idiot twenty one year old, I put like twenty dollars down on black three to hit, and it hit, <laughs> and it did, <laughs> and so we got to, and because of that, so we had we some saw money that Spam-a-Lot. weekend. Yeah, we, we did. We had some money that weekend, and we saw we saw Spamalot in like the fifth saw, row with John Hurley, and it was like one of the last shows that they had because they were shutting it down. They were shutting it down like two weeks later, and we got a backstage yeah. tour of it. I mean, it was incredible. That, that's it. It was an awesome show. show. That was yeah. That was. And I don't even really prefer. To, I don't really like Monty Python all that much. I really don't like Holy Grail, or yeah, but uh, Spamalot was awesome. <clears throat> yeah, I'm a I'm a big life of, of, of I think Brian guy. Brian, yeah, yeah. life of Brian guy. But yeah, life, that was, life of Brian that was a, good. Yeah, that was a great trip. Oh, that was that was a great trip. That was, <laughs> well, we needed we needed to do Vegas again. Oh, you should come to Vegas when uh, GT and I have to compete in the World Series of Beer Pong. When you got when's that? July. So you got a lot of time. Oh, you're kidding me, dude! It's in July. Yeah, what's up in July? Well, my dad's retiring, and we're going. We're all going as a family out to L.A. for ten days in July. Oh well, you know that's that's important. So I, I know. Yeah. Oh man, I wish because I've taken. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, oh God, what, what's the date in July? Uh, I I think it's like July seventh or something like that. I'm not ooh, too sure. Ooh, that's okay. If I can talk my wife into it, I might go. I might go. That's like a week. That's like a week before we leave for 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 Anaheim. For, oh, so, nice, nice. So, so you gonna you yeah. gonna, when you when you so when you're in Anaheim, are you gonna try and hit up some additions there too? Um, no, because a lot of a lot of pilot season runs. Um, that's just a, that's just family time, and I just you know I I work so much especially between the restaurant and going on auditions and being on set you know there's there's hardly ever a break so we're actually i promise i promised my wife that i would i was that those 10 days are are just for family and hanging out and make an actual vacation but oh well that's good i'm I, i'm talking tomorrow i'm actually talking to my agent about uh, about getting some plans together and seeing if i can't get some auditions um for pilot season if not this one the next one or try and get in get in front of the right people to do that for and so and, when uh, you audition for pilot season do you go down to uh do you have to go to hollywood or is that do they do pilot season up in uh the northwest up there too they it's it's in it's in la yeah it's it's definitely in hollywood and all that good stuff so to see if you can't get a video submit or i mean you just got to get somebody to say yes okay this guy's kind of got the right look let's bring him in and then you go in with the other 15,000 people that audition for the one part right. <laughs> and, and cross your fingers and get that. No, but no, no, while we're down in Anaheim, I think it's just, just family time. We're doing, we're doing 10 days down there where <clears throat> you get us all, we're all staying in the same house. It's going to be, we're calling it, I, I've de- I defined it as lots of Palooza 2016, releasing Jim Lots <laughs> back into the wild. 
Yeah, uh, I think uh, uh, that many lots in, in one house is going to be interesting. I think you should turn the cameras on that. You might even get like a, a reality, TLC, TV uh, reality TV show out of it. Oh, for God, yeah. You never know. No, with my family, <laughs> you never know. No, we're we're excited. We're excited. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun. But yeah, yeah. Mitch got a Mitch got a full dose of the lattes on a, and, uh, on my twenty first birthday. That was that was a good time. <laughs> I sure did. It's, uh, and then I also got a, a full dose of Woody when he's drunk. You know, he uh, he uh, when he gets super drunk, he, he goes in night terrors in the middle of the night. So uh, <laughs> every fifteen minutes was a very loud, terrifying scream in the middle of the night, and I had to. I was just like, okay, I don't know what's going on right now. I'm going to try and go back to sleep. And then 15 minutes later, <laughs> ah! I was like, okay. <laughs> I cannot confirm nor deny any of that because I'm not awake. I'm not awake. I no, can't, I can't help true. it. No, I do. I do. I do have pretty gnarly night terrors. Even my wife knows. Like, there are nights that I've like woken up and I'm like, somebody's standing in the corner. And she's like, no, there's not someone standing in the corner. <laughs> waiting to come get you you know it's uh yeah that's that was that was that was a good that was a good time yeah and then i actually did i don't know if you've talked about this with your viewers mitch mitch is a mitch it was a writer was a writer i don't know if he writes anymore i mitch still wrote, am i, I still yeah. write as much as i can yeah mitch mitch is a writer mitch actually wrote a play uh that all of us i think most everybody who's been on this show was a part of or was in at one point or another. That's true. Every every guest has either been uh, was either an actor or uh, part of the um, s- staff, I guess, <laughs> for the play at some point or another. Absolutely. So in Woody, Woody was the main star. He was the main character of Detective Jim Jacobs. Uh, I want to say that you know I put him up there in front to start off his career even though he'd already done some uh, some roles uh, I think I I made him shine the most if I absolutely. have to toot my own horn absolutely <laughs> I, I will agree with that I will, I will absolutely <laughs> absolutely 100% agree with that, that I, was... I hope that it's on your re- your resume your headshot that you were the lead in my play absolutely absolutely <laughs> and then people ask me who wrote this and I say oh well let me tell you let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know a guy. I know people. I know people. Yeah. It was, good, good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. It's still on my resume. I keep all. I keep all my stuff on my resume. You know, I think it's. I think it's good for everybody to see where you started, where you started, and where you're at, and and how you've progressed and all that good stuff. I'm probably a way better actor now than I was when I did that show. Hey, all I have to say is that you you did a, a phenomenal job for me, and then you you listened, so I I was happy about that. Everything that I had to to say or suggest, you you took you took uh, with stride, and you know made it your own. So I was happy. Absolutely, that's what you're supposed to do as a good actor. You listen to your director, and 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 they have a vision for the whole thing, and then you just you just let it rock and roll. You let it rock and roll. We dyed my hair for that show. We did. You got to be a redhead. You got to be a ginger. I was. I was a soulless ginger. No offense to anybody out there. Uh, but, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, uh, talking, uh, you know, talking about uh, Spider-Man 3, I know that was a little bit back, but has, has there been anything that you've watched lately that you uh, you enjoyed? Have you gone to see movies? Or do you have time to go watch movies? Man, you know, man, I wish I did. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think of, trying to think of the last 
the last movie that like when uh, when I go see a movie, I have to really pick and choose what I'm going to see, and it needs to it needs to seriously be worth my time. So I went and saw Jurassic World. I'm just kidding. No, but I did go see that. <laughs> I did go see that for the, for the, for the nostalgia. I'm going to go see it just because, and I had a night off. Um, before that, man, I'll tell you the last. Uh, the last movie that I've seen that's been there were two movies uh, last year that I thought were absolutely phenomenal um, I saw I don't know if you saw Interstellar with Matthew McConaughey did I did you see that? I thought that I was I, I, I thought that movie it. was yeah I thought that movie was was great and then I saw a movie with and uh, the, the fact that I'm even saying this baffles my mind with Robert Pattinson <laughs> and Guy Pierce called the rover was and it's 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 directed by a guy named david michaud and he's only done i think he only did one movie before that it was called animal kingdom and it was great this guy's an australian director and he's phenomenal i think he's just incredible and i saw this movie the rover and if you haven't seen it you should watch it it's great and it's it's um it it gave me a newfound respect for robert pattinson and his acting I was really, nice. I was, I was really, I was really blown away by what him and Guy Pierce did. It was a very, it's a, it's just this kind of, it's post-apocalyptic, but not, not as, not as over the top as it's always done. And there's probably, it's Mad Max in the amount of dialogue that there is. There's not a lot of dialogue. Oh. And, and I, 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 will, I mean, I was just going to say, I, I love Guy Pierce and everything I, I, I've seen him in, so... Yes. I'm very interested in this movie now. Yeah, it's man, it's great. You should. I'm telling you, watch it. Watch it, everybody. You should watch it. It is a. It's a great. It's a great film. It, it, it's a great piece of acting and directing, and 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 we'll just. It just is. It's very simple. It's very plain, but it's very good. You definitely be like, yep, that's an Australian film. That's for sure. You know? <laughs> I like it. You know, I watch a lot more TV now. You know, because of you know, because of the, because of Hulu and and Amazon and HBO Go and Netflix, I'm able to watch a lot more TV than I am. You know, we just we're finally going to the movies on on Tuesday, and I don't even know what I want to watch. You know, I didn't get I'm a, I want to I still want to see The Martian. Um, well, The Martian's incredible. Um, yeah. The new Spectre, the new James Bond is out. That's it was it was good. Uh, I like the other. I like some of the other. I like Skyfall and Casino Royale better, but yeah, I Spectre thought, was still I, pretty good. I don't think. I mean, they. They were so on the money with with Casino Royale that I don't think you'll ever top that one. Right? That was, yeah. That was that, that was, was that was one of that is hands down the best James Bond movie there ever was, in my <laughs> opinion. In my opinion, and I, I right, like a no, lot of the I, James Bonds, but I mean the Sean Connery James Bonds and stuff like that. But I really enjoyed I really enjoyed Casino Royale. Really enjoyed it. I, I'm right there with you, so that's pretty good. So what what, what are you watching on TV? I mean, I, I love TV, too. I mean, I, yeah. I, I watch just about everything. So what, what know, are you really into? Um, let's see. Um, I watch... Uh, so I got hooked on... I got hooked on Game of Thrones. I did start watching that. You know, good. I'm a, I, I, I'm a tabletop RPGer. And you want to talk about some acting. Those people are great on that show. Oh, my <laughs> God. And, I mean, it's just like... And... And I went into it with no expectations. I was like, I'm not going to – I'm going to do my best to not get attached to these characters, and I just want to enjoy the story. 
But I'll tell you, and and it, it was, you know, if anybody who hasn't watched it, you should watch it. But that red wedding in the in the third season, that was that was probably one of the toughest episodes I've watched in any 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 television genre or the, or or show that yeah, I've ever seen. That was that was a scene that was that was incredible. It's just yeah, oh man, just great. It gives me chills to start. I mean, it's just great, and uh, you know, Emil. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Emilia Clark. She's great. The girl who plays Amelia. Casey in there. Huh? Right, yeah. Uh, it's Amelia. Am- Amelia Clark, yeah. Amelia Clark, yeah. She does, yeah. She's, a, she's a phenomenal actress, so. She's a great it's, actress. It's obvious that she's getting more roles and stuff, so it's it's pretty obvious. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, and, you know, uh, Lena Headley, who plays Cersei, is is great. And, and Peter Dinklage is just, I mean, he's, I mean, they have so many good people on that show that are just you know, that uh, are just great. Are just well, great. I mean, this is one of the greatest things about that show, I think, is, like, you... There are some really despicable people, like, characters on that show. Like, terrible, like, characters that you want to hate, but then they go and write it so that you can eventually be like, oh, man, I feel sorry for them. And I'm like, I'm feeling sorry for a guy that pushed a child out of a window. Out of a window. The very first... <laughs> yeah. So, Absolutely. I mean, I... That's how I think that's a testament to that show and how how well it's done in Absolutely. all facets: oh. acting, directing, writing. It's you know you can when you can feel bad for a person that puts a child pushes a child out of a window, you can that's that's pretty incredible. Oh my god! And you know yeah, it's it, it's it's great. Uh, so I'm watching that, and then um, I watch I watch Empire, I watch Empire, and I watch uh, and I watch uh, How to Get Away with Murder. You know, those are those are shows that my wife and I enjoy watching together. We really do. And then a show that I think is just great. I love. It's a com- it's a comedy show. It's called The Goldbergs. I don't know if you ever oh, watched that. Oh, The Goldbergs that. is awesome. <laughs> the Goldbergs is like one of my favorite shows. I I love that. I love. I mean, that's just it's just a great a great great show. I love I love The Goldbergs. That's that's like one of my favorite things to watch. Um, <laughs> But the Goldbergs are, you know, as, as some people would call it, that '80s show because it's all about '80s everything. I love. Oh my it. god, I know it's a it's a, that '80s show, absolutely. And, and then, then I, uh, are you watching Fresh Off the Boat? Oh, I, it's of course. Kind of the same vein. Yes, so yeah. It, that's almost like a that's a '90s show. I mean, that's it's a '90s. 90s. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I know. You know, they they do they and they do a good job. You know, they they do a good job of of, of writing family. They, uh, both shows they, of, of family and, and what it means to be a family. And I think that's right. pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool. Um, and then I watched a show on Netflix called uh, Luther with Idris Elba. You ever seen that? Ooh, good show. Great show. Great show. But I will tell you, the best show, and I can't believe this girl has not won an Emmy and a Golden Globe, It's a girl who plays the lead on Orphan Black. Oh, I know Tatiana Maslany. She's a, yeah. She is incredible actress on that show, and I think she was nominated for a Golden Globe for that show, right? I know she should win. If you're playing seven different people, <laughs> like that's that. that unbelievably, that's a, yeah, unbelievably, and that takes nothing away from anybody else that's out there. But but she is. I mean, that is that show is impressive to watch her right. and the writing and everything that they do with that is just impressive. And then let's see what else did I watch. I watched Wayward Pines. I watched Wayward Pines. Oh, I loved that. Apparently, it didn't get picked up for the next season, though. So that's kind of sad. But I loved that show. I thought it was very well written and, and incredible. Based off books, I, I really, I think I should probably. I'm going to dive into those books eventually. 
Absolutely. I was I was watching an interview with the with the gentleman who wrote it, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he uh, he uh, he was talking about you know he was in this lonely little town, and a a, 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 a payphone started ringing, and he's like, I wonder where that payphone leads to, and that's I mean that just. <laughs> You know, and you start you think about that, and then he pulls all that stuff out of it. It was great. Yeah, I thought I thought Wayward Pines was was awesome. You know, the Wayward Pines is, is a great show. And then, uh, you know, I watched the first season of Marvel's Agents of Shield, and I really liked it. And I just haven't had a chance to watch the their second season in full. Yeah, you should season. definitely get a get a, if you get a chance, catch up the second season, catch up on the third season because I think after the first season. The show really gets good. So yeah, I watched the first the three episodes and they just didn't have time to watch it. But it was I, I really got into it, and I enjoyed it in the first season. But I thought there was a lot more that they could do, and they started doing that in the second season. So I definitely did. Yeah, they definitely it. found their they found their ride their their stride with uh, uh what the show should be. I think after the first season, so it's 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 a it's a lot better. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll say that. I'm uh, I'm excited to watch it again. Um, a couple, uh, I, you know, we had I put it out there on Facebook. So, what what kind of questions they would like answered on? Uh, hey, Mitch, today when I was recording with you. So, um, one of the questions comes oh. from Curly, of course. Of course, it and does. <laughs> they want to know. Uh, he wants to know waffles, pancakes, or French toast. Which do you prefer? You know, you should have specified. I'm very disappointed, in Curly. It's a, a, a part of a whole breakfast or individually. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna he, go. I'm gonna. He didn't specify, so I'm gonna go individually on this one. And uh, waffles. I like waffles, man. You know, I don't like waffles. I don't know why. I just I've never have. So it's always it's been between pancakes and French toast with me, and it really depends on what mood I'm in. Either I want some buttery pancakes or I want some cinnamon French toast. So. Absolutely, absolutely. It's individually on their own waffles. But I can't eat waffles <laughs> like if I order like a like if I'm if I'm like cooking like eggs and bacon and all this stuff. I want like pancakes or French toast. But yeah. on its own, if I'm gonna By have itself, a breakfast, waffles, waffles, man, hundred percent. I think I think waffles <laughs> are great. Well, I love waffles. You know, it's, waffles have its own little uh, syrup cup every couple inches, so that's exactly pretty good. exactly. <laughs> you know, and but they never give you enough syrup. You know, you gotta have enough syrup to get in, and then they give you like enough for like a quarter of the fucking waffle. That drives me crazy. <laughs> okay, um, Aaron Berrigan, he's the my co-host on uh, Standard Definition every yes, yes. other week. He also asked the question. He said, "Zebra cakes or zingers?" Twinkies. Are you a big host? Oh, Twinkies, just straight up Twinkies. Keep your zebra cakes and zingers away from me, huh? Do you lay that shit on me? No, uh, I would go with zebra cakes. I would go with zebra cakes instead of zingers. Absolutely. Zebra yeah, cakes. you know, I would go with zebra cakes too because zingers is just too chocolatey and I have PT- PTSD from uh, zingers from one Jason Mendoza. He It would be his tradition on, I believe, my birthday to uh, take a zinger and smash it across my face <laughs> whenever yeah, he had no. a chance. Of course, so. Jason has these traditions of just absolutely torturing all of us. You know, Jason calls them traditions. I call them sacrificial rituals. Yes, I, I, I'm right there with you. So yeah, Jason. Uh, yeah, I, I, Jason has turned me away from zingers. I, I, I'll have to go with zebra cakes. Yeah, man, zebra cakes. Zebra cakes are good, but Twinkies tops them all. <laughs> Twinkies is Twinkies. Twinkies. Yep. Twinkies are the best. I like I like coconut. So snowballs, just you know, 
Oh, you know what? It, uh, I used to not like coconut, but I'm starting to become a fan. So I need to try a snowball. I do. There you go. There you go. Also, Aaron uh, also asked this question, and I know that you know this one because uh, you, I, ble- I believe I watched this movie with you, Hot Rod. Do you remember Hot Rod? Oh, yeah. I remember Hot Rod, yeah. <laughs> so he asked, who would win in a fight between a grilled cheese sandwich and a taco? <laughs> and I think we all know for a fact that, you know, a, in a fair fight, a grilled cheese sandwich would win. But I was, I was going to say that. In prison rules... Taco's gonna get in there. Taco's Taco's gonna get in there. And he's gonna win. You know, I think <laughs> I think I think if it's hard shell taco, he's gonna lose automatically. I think, oh, I think, just, it, I think he's yeah, not flexible hard, enough. Yeah, no, dude. I mean his little shell's gonna break apart, man. Especially <laughs> if you buy those crappy ones that fall apart so easily. Like there's always like you buy the hard shells in the store and there's always like three of them that are broken anyways. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> you like, open up the box and there's already three broken. You're like, God damn it. And you're like, oh. Now I'll tell you, would, wouldn't be a useless superpower if you could fix that with your mind. <laughs> that would be a great superpower. <laughs> that would be an awesome superpower. The shell protector. And then, finally, uh, one Peter F. Smith on Facebook would like to know, uh, are you my mother? No, and even if I was, I still wouldn't claim you. <laughs> uh, he, I don't think he is exactly asking if you were my mother, but if I am his mother. So I would have to say no, uh, Peter. I have to tell you right now, um, it's been a long time coming, but uh, you're adopted, so I'm not your actual mother. That would explain a lot. It would explain a lot, right? Did he eat a lot of paint chips as a kid? <laughs> I, I'm I'm pretty sure he did, and and played underneath high tension wires. So, uh... <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. Okay, so I got I got, I got a question for you, and I'm, I've been having this okay. debate with everybody lately because I don't ha- I do not have a next generation video game system. I don't play video okay. games a lot, but I'm thinking about I was I'm thinking about getting one. And so, are you in Xbox One? Or are you a PS4? Uh, I am the worst person for you to ask. I I, I I I have a PS4. I didn't buy an Xbox One. But I don't even play games on it. I literally just use it to turn on Hulu and, and Netflix and Amazon. I know. In that, <laughs> in that alpha, I feel like that's what I end up using it for, too. But, I mean, uh, I, from everything I learned from GT and, and Richard, the PS4 was the, the way to go. Um, that's why that's I would what still I like from to, everybody else. I'd still like to get a uh, Xbox One just to have one, too. I don't know why, but uh, yeah, it's a PS4 for me. So maybe you should look into getting a PS4. I, that's the one that I'm absolutely leaning towards because everything that I've heard and read... You know, a PlayStation is beta testing a thing called the PlayStation View, which is actually in, I think they're doing it in New York, Philadelphia, Dallas, and L.A. And it's actually, you can stream cable to your PlayStation 4. Oh. And they're basically going to undercut cable prices. And you can get That'd 30. Be, like Google Fiber would be, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's definitely something that's good. I would... Love to get some uh, competition for uh, internet provider in, in Yuma. 
because the, the the one that we have is not so great. Yeah, I, 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 I am over the. I, I mean, I, I tell everybody this. In my opinion, I think in in ten to twenty years, cable companies will not exist anymore. I think that they will be they will be obsolete in what they provide. It's true. It's 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 it might be going that way. I mean, with as many people that cut their cords and. You know, they, they're not watching TV on a live. It's all either streaming or DVR. It's, it's going to be hard for cable companies to stay relevant. Absolutely. And with, and with Hulu and Netflix and Amazon um, and HBO and Showtime, uh, with all of them producing their own shows now, I mean, it's just going to get to the point where there's just not, I mean, you know, all of those things. Are, you know, the Mindy Project went from being canceled by Fox and then Hulu just brought them on. You know what I mean? That's right. I mean that's I, I mean I don't I don't watch that show, and uh, you know I think the only reason New Girl is still on TV is because of the four guys on it, not because of Zoe Deschanel. I think she's just got awful. <laughs> but, yeah, the the four the four fun, the guys on it are pretty hilarious. Zoe yeah, Deschanel, right. I think she's pretty funny on the show. I mean I haven't watched the show since like season two, I think, but I do remember the show being pretty funny. Um, I, I love Schmidt. He, I mean, but he's yeah, he's just hilarious. So oh, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely no, it's a, it's a. But yeah, I think that's the way it goes. So that's that's why I was asking because we were we were talking about that. We had that debate at work, and uh, and I've had that debate with a couple other people. And but the PS4 has been the one that has seemed to be the one that dominates the the general consumer of that. So yeah, I think I think they definitely won out on the console wars uh, for. The way that they decided to do their next gen, it was definitely a lot better than the way Xbox did theirs. Um, yeah, absolutely. I do have to to bring up something though, uh, and it's it's something I see every week on Facebook when uh, you get tagged in other people's pictures. You, sir, are a born and raised, homegrown Arizona person, and yet every Sunday I see you in a Seattle. Seahawks jersey. I am very upset about this. Okay, as are as are some, and <laughs> I I have been called a bandwagoner um, by people who root for the, who are now a part of the supposedly bird gang for Arizona. Which, while I will call out, um, I have pictures of most of these people in Dallas Cowboys gear in the early nineties when we were growing <laughs> up. Well, I was a Cardinals fan, so I don't want to hear anybody else. When we were growing up, our dad switched allegiances from the Cincinnati Bengals, his hometown where he grew up for 30-some-odd years of his life, uh-huh. uh, to the Arizona Cardinals, because that's where he lived. That was his hometown team. Um, okay. Seattle Seahawks are my hometown team now, and we will be with them through through rain, sun, or shine. Uh, we, will, we, will, we will be with them. Uh, you know, I live here now. I own a, I own a home. I mean, I, I bought a condo. So we li- we live here. We are homeowners. This is my hometown, and I, I I do not plan on ever returning to Arizona. It's not that I don't root for the Cardinals when they play, but yes, I I am a I am a Seattle Seahawks fan. I am a, I am oh. a twelfth fan, my friend. I know that's tough for you to admit. As well. I know that's hard for you because you're a fucking 49er fan. <laughs> hey hey hey! Look, okay, 
just because uh, I'm a 49ers fan and never been to San Francisco uh, to live or, or, you know, I've been there like for a day once just for a trip. But uh, I, I have always been a 49ers fan and uh, I, I stick with them even if they are trying to get that first round pick for next year, this year, because they are doing terribly. <laughs> I know the two games that they've won are against teams that have played great, the, the, the Vikings and the, and the Falcons, and I'm like, where is this coming from? But yeah, I think, but yes, I am I am absolutely a diehard Seattle Seahawks fan. We got stickers, well, we got our stuff. I have to say that you gave the right answer, and I am, I, I am proud of you for, you know, being a homeowner now, and, and even if it is a Seattle fan, uh, I I accept you as you are. Thank you. I I appreciate that because <laughs> I've I've always accepted that flaw in you. But yes, I am I am a a Seahawks fan through and through. And pray to God that we kick the living crap out of Arizona today. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know it's 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 a little different for everybody. It's a little different <laughs> for everybody else that were. My wife didn't watch football. So my wife, Osiris, didn't watch football at all until we moved here. And now she's right. like, diehard Seahawks all the way. <laughs> that's good. You know, that's, uh, you know, be, it, be, being a hometown fan is, it helps get into it. I mean, obviously, you know, I, I have never been the biggest uh, Arizona fan, but I do support them because I'm, I live in Arizona. I own a home in Arizona. And, you know, going into Phoenix when they are actually doing well and a lot of the Cardinal fans come out of the woodwork that, you know, it's, it feels nice to be a part of something. So I can understand uh, Seattle being as good as they are, you know, being a part of that fandom or, you know, that, that was, group of people up there probably feels it, pretty good. Yeah. It was, you know, it was crazy because our first year here living here was the year they won the Super Bowl, and they actually won fun fact. They won the Super Bowl on our first wedding anniversary. That is that is oh, a, that is a, that's that's, right. that is a fact because we actually because we got married the day before the Niners lost to the Ravens in that Super Bowl. Oh, was that a bad memory for you? Oh, Sorry, that is that a up. terrible memory. <laughs> uh, that's and that's then, the infamous uh, lights went out in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the Georgia Dome, man, that was that was crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> I remember watching the the Super Bowl at your house, uh, like. A month after I got back from from Peru, we watched yep. the Super Bowl at your house when the Saints beat the the Colts. Yep, yep, uh, that's right. And I had uh, things to say about Mister Peyton Manning in that game. <laughs> yeah, you were you were you were not a happy camper. Um, but what about you know how, how did you feel about the the Super Bowl last year when uh, you're on that that? Yeah, that was that was that was that was you're... tough. That was that's. Uh, that's it. that's probably one of the, uh, you know, growing up in Arizona, you used to a lot of heartache with professional football teams, so you kind of develop a thick skin for it. But that was probably one of, if not the hardest games I've ever, ever watched somebody lose. <laughs> you know, but the guy, I will say this, and they can say, oh, they ran the wrong play, they didn't do this. Uh, you know, you can always second guess. Oh but yeah, they ran like Monday Monday morning armchair cool. quarterback is yeah. very easy. Absolutely, uh, you know I think you know, they had ran that play a ton of times in the red zone and scored a lot on it and scored a lot on it. You know that that little that little route and I think that guy 
made an incredible football play. Malcolm Butler made an incredible football play to pick that ball off. Because usually you're trained to just knock it down. But he jumped that route. And he says, the, the way he could tell, he watched so much film on that one play, that the way by the way that Ricardo Lockett pivoted his foot, he knew that's what play uh-huh. they were running. Uh, that's how he just knew. knew it. I mean, and that's, he just and that's it. why we watch the play it. film, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and it was great. One of the best football games I've ever watched in my entire life. It was a great, it was great a, Super Bowl. And I'm sure there were quite a, a few people, quite a few people outside of the city of Seattle that were very happy that we lost. We're very that celebrated <laughs> that. But but that was hard yeah, on us. But. I'll, I'll tell you one thing, you know, being a Niners fan, I'm not, uh, I, I usually don't root for the Seahawks, but God damn it, I did not want Brady to win another goddamn Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, I and, know. Uh, I was I there know. with you. Yeah. And and they it was a it was a it was a fun game it was a great game to watch it was a great game to watch it didn't turn out in our favor but uh, you know you just kind of you kind of live and learn not a lot of teams go to back to back Super Bowls anymore it just doesn't happen no. so for for, for no, the Seahawks to do that is a pretty special thing is it and and <laughs> being able to watch them beat Green Bay in the fashion that they did in the NFC Championship that was that was pretty that was pretty exhilarating so we went from the the, the thrill of victory to the agony of defeat in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's exactly how it happened. Uh, is there you know anything that you want to uh, promote? Uh, are you doing any plays? I'm doing a show. Yeah, I'm doing a show at the Phoenix Theater. Uh, it's a it's a it's a play written in 1924 by a, a playwright named Rachel Crothers called Expressing Willie. It's actually really cool. It's a it's a really fun show and it's a Christmas show. So if there's anybody in the Seattle area. Uh, that wants to come see it's at the Phoenix Theater in Edmonds, Washington, and we open December fifth, and we open December fifth, and we run three weekends through the twentieth. So it'll be fun. That'll be fun. And then that's the that's the last stage show I'm going to do for a little while, and uh, and really okay. start focusing on some some more TV and uh, commercial stuff just for a little bit, just for the next few months. So good. That's that's good to hear. I'm I'm, I'm happy to hear that for you. So, uh, are you active on social media other than Facebook? I need to. A... I I need to get a. I need to uh, get a Twitter account. I need to get a Twitter account. I need. I need, yeah, to, you need to get a Twitter Miller. account and Instagram. I hear those are all the things actors need to have nowadays to yeah. promote themselves. Absolutely, absolutely. You know they. You know I I I, I guess it's just hard for me because I'm like, it, it, Twitter and Instagram's not gonna give me the part. My, my my acting ability and the way that I look is what's going to get me the part. But yeah, you got to have yourself out there nowadays. And you it's know. true. It it helps promote yourself. But then you also it's like uh, you know if if they say that for whatever reason it comes down to you and another person and that and then you have you know two thousand more followers on Twitter than the other person. It's, it's it might help you get that part. Yeah, exactly. Now I just got to figure out. I I got to figure out if I can get two followers on Twitter. <laughs> Before, well, yeah, well, no, I you know, I, I don't want to, to toot to my that. own horn, but maybe after being on, uh, uh, hey, Mitch, the Geek Elite Radio podcast, you you might get some. I think I will. I think I will. I think I'll need to. Uh, I think I. I think I'll create an account today. Maybe right. I'll create a, a, little, a little a Twitter, send out a little tweet ski. You uh, you create that account. You get. You tell me who it, or what what your handle is uh, once you do, and I will put it in the show notes for this podcast. And we will uh, see see what happens for you. Absolutely, absolutely sounds good, man. Sounds good. So, <laughs> you seen any you seen, you seen any movies this weekend? You going to see? Have you bought tickets for Star Wars yet? 
I didn't buy any tickets for Star Wars. I don't think that's the thing that we have to worry about here in Yuma. Um, uh, the uh, the theater itself selling out is not a big uh, problem for me. I don't really even plan on going to the midnight show. So no. the next day, I believe I'll just be able to walk up to the theater and get a ticket. Absolutely, I'm going. I'm going on uh, Monday the twenty eighth. Uh, uh, they have, a, they have okay. a theater here, and this is the other reason I want you to come. They have a theater here. Uh, Paul Allen, the gentleman who owns the Trailblazers and the Seahawks, right? Uh, he owns a single. He owns a single screen theater like an old-school theater uh, called okay. the Cinerama, and the screen is huge. And they and it, they update it with the newest and la- latest and greatest every two to three years. They renovate the whole thing. So they just got done with their renovation. So I'm going on Monday, December 28th, to go see Star Wars for the matinee. That's awesome, man. You're going to watch it in the, uh, really in style. So that's, uh, that's, that's awesome. I, I want you to dress up in uh, a tuxedo. And make sure Osiris is in a nice evening gown. You guys go out to dinner first, and then you know really do it up nice. Absolutely, I will. I will wear a tuxedo shirt, and I will uh, <laughs> tuxedo shirt. I like that. <laughs> uh, I will get. I will. I will. I will absolutely dominate that. I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited. Uh, the the lady who plays uh, Brienne of Tarth is 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 supposed to be in it, I believe. Right. She is. She is in the in the new Star Wars. Uh... I think the only thing you've seen of her is she's in that uh, chromed out stormtrooper outfit. Yeah, yeah, hunting people down. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd say I'm excited as well. Probably not as excited as most people, but I am excited for the movie to come out. Yeah, I'm not. I'm um, not. So- I'm not jacked up, but I'm like, I'm gonna go see it. Absolutely, I'm gonna go see it. Definitely. Uh, and for movies this weekend, no, I didn't plan on going to see anything this weekend. There wasn't anything that I was too interested in, and there was a lot going on. Oh. I had uh, housewarmings and uh, other things I had to go do this weekend. Nice. I will. Uh, you know what? I did lie to you. I saw. I actually have seen some uh, uh, back in August where I was uh, in, in Idaho opening a restaurant for Buffalo, and I actually saw two movies while I was there. I saw Straight Out of Compton. Ooh. Which was great. Did you see yes, it? Yes, very good movie. Oh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen it a couple times now. Yeah, it was cre- oh, great, incredible movie. And then I saw Guy Ritchie's movie, The Man from Uncle. A Guy Ritchie movie, The Man from Uncle, was actually really good too. I yes, was, I was very that. surprised. I thought that, was... that I was very excited to see the movie just because it was Guy Ritchie's next movie. But then I ended up really liking it. Yeah, I'm still waiting on the sequels to Rock and Rolla. That's what I'm waiting on. And that will never happen, I don't think. But yeah, my wife, yeah, my wife, not, it might not that. happen. I didn't even know that Guy Ritchie had directed The Man from Uncle, and then oh, my wife told me you should go see this movie; it's really good. And I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh, it's Guy Ritchie's new movie. I'm gonna, definitely going to go see it." <laughs> so yes, yeah, so, so I did like to see some movies. Good, good. It's good to hear. I mean, he's staying, staying up with it. Uh, I. I don't have anything else, you know, that uh, I want to get off my chest. Is there anything else you? It's been great catching up with you. It's been a while yeah. since we talked. I know, man. It's been a, it's been quite a while since we chatted. Um, you know, nothing that I, I uh, stuff I wish I could talk about that I can't talk about. Uh, so some exciting stuff coming up for me. Uh, and good. good stuff. I, I like to hear that. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, we'll definitely have to you, bring okay. you back on then after you can talk about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll do we'll do another one after I, after I can talk about it. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, are you are you uh, 
Are you rolling some dice? Are you rolling any dice lately? You guys been? You know, you I am actually getting into a, a game right now. It's uh, it's uh, sounds like it's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, I haven't played uh, any RPGs in a very long while, but I am happy to to be in this new one that's going to be starting up here pretty soon. Um, so uh, it's going to be. It's going to be fun to get back into it. Uh, it's a, it's going to be a fifth edition game, which I have never played fifth, fifth edition. So you'll like it. It's very it's it's very streamlined. That's what I'm playing in a game right now. I'm playing in a game right now. That's uh that's that's fifth edition, and I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's uh it's very good. It's very good. It's much more for the role player kind of player, uh, the le cool. and that's not good. the double l. I think you know you have to you know you get to create a character background and stuff like that. You playing with anybody that we know, or are you playing with some new folk? Uh, uh, there's a few people that you know. Um, the game is being run by Rochelle. She is okay. Uh, it's her first time out as a DM, and she's very nervous. But I, I think she has a very good uh, idea of what she wants to do. She's asked me to basically help her uh, run the game some because I've ha- I've run a game or two before, so. There are. It's a very big party, and I think that's uh, is going to be interesting for a first time DM that she has such a large party. There's like, I want to say twelve to fifteen people in this party. So that's it's a huge. huge. That's a huge party. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah I play pretty a par- big. I play in a party um, of three. I uh, Suzanne Baldwin. She's yes. playing in the game. I, I, if you remember her. Yes, but I know Suzanne. And Chip. Chip is also playing in the game. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that'll be a good, that'll be a fun group of people to play with. That'll be that'll be that'll be some good people to play with. Yeah. I, what, what's game, your character like in this game that you're playing right now? In the game that I'm playing right now, man. Um, let's see. I am playing uh, uh, a a a bard. I'm actually playing a bard for the first time. And bards That's are my much favorite more... character to play as a bard. Oh my god, dude! I, I've never played one before, and I always wanted to play one. And the the nice part is, and, and I'll give you this uh, FYI. Uh, you know, I don't know if you've got to read the, the, the handbook at all, but they have, uh, have a lot of good stuff um, for because uh, you can either at third level you get to choose what kind of archetype you're going to be. Are you going to be a College of Lore bard, or are you going to be a College of Valor bard? So you can be a fighter bard and actually be useful at that, or you can be much more of a spellcasting bard. And with the spellcasting bard, you actually get to pick spells from any any group's spell list: paladin, wizard. Uh, sorcerer, you get to pick any of their spells at, at certain levels, so it's pretty cool. And, uh, and Very I'm, nice. Yeah, I'm playing a guy. He's a, he's a little, he's a little more smuggler, and uh, we're we're about to, we're actually about to go on a little dungeon delve for underneath the city that we're in. It's a homebrew game. Uh, then a friend of mine, Joey, is running up here, and it's really cool, and it's a lot of fun, and people are having a good time doing it. Actually, a good time doing it. So he's a, he's a fun little character, uh, and uh, and. Uh, and and I like it. I love playing RPGs, man. I think they're a good time. I love board games. I love RPGs. You know, that's uh, that's. I think those are those are underrated things anymore. You know, people playing board games and stuff like that. You know, up here. Yes, no, definitely. Uh, game stores are huge here. You know, you can go and you can have dinner and 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 drink beer and uh, and, and and play board games and just check out board games and play them. And they're and it's great. It's a, such a good time. We love that's, doing that. That's that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you really got into it. I know. Uh, you know, when you were down here, we got you into your first couple of games, and uh, you, you obviously seemed like you were taking off on it. So I'm glad that you got to play some more when you got up there. Absolutely. You know, I think we should 
we should get a group together, uh, and uh, I can either join in via Skype or we can all play online, and uh, and uh, somebody can run a game. I think that'd be fun. I think that's it's always been a, a thing that to try and play a game over Skype. I think that'd be really interesting. So yeah, we should definitely try and get that going. I know uh, Curly would would be interested in playing over over Skype. So oh my god, yeah, yeah. Oh, let's see. What, I remember the first game I, I ever played in, and we played. That group was huge. That was a big group of people. Peter Smith. That Peter was F. a big group Smith of people. Ran that game, and there were like ten people in that game. Yeah. So I, I'm excited for this new game. Um, other than that, uh, I mean, uh, not much, much else going on. Uh, I, I don't want to keep you too much longer. You, I know you probably got some things you want to do. So, if, absolutely, uh, man. Well, that yeah, that's. I, I wanted to uh, chat with you for a little bit, but thank you for having me on. I'm actually excited uh, to uh, to do this again. And when more exciting stuff comes, I will let you know so that we can do this again. Or I'd like to do it with a, with a couple of people next time. Yeah, no, somebody. I mean that's what, and that's all what I, I love doing on this particular podcast. You know, having as many people on as as I, as I possibly can. Uh, as the equipment gets better, we will be able to do uh, bigger shows. So uh, I, I uh, am enjoying this one so far, and, I, and we will definitely get more people on to you know have a bigger chat. Absolutely, sounds good to me, buddy. <laughs> so uh you know our listeners out there right now woody does not have a twitter handle but if you can you want to talk to geek elite you can at geek elite radio on twitter uh geek elite radio on facebook geek elite is our website we have a forum you can go on there and ask us questions or uh just general talk and chat so it's it's a great time to be had by all my uh individual in twitter handle is at agent underscore of the underscore bat goes all the way back to my original Xbox 360 uh, gaming handle, so uh, I've had that for a while, and uh, that's why, you know, I, I still stick with it. <laughs> um, other than that, until next time, I'm Mitch, this has been Woody, and geek out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.